Okay, I'm about to be for real. Hello? Welcome back to Carpet Time Confessions. I'm Deja. And I'm Tyler. And what's up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally so tired, but I say that every single time. So I, I don't know. You are so tired today because you look very tired. Um, well, thank you. But you also have good reason to be tired. Yeah, I am tired for a reason. On top of the fact, like, I also, like, did, you know, work full day. Yeah. <sighs> so, are you going to share? Is the reason you're tired your rose, I'm assuming? Uh, Yeah, okay, yeah, because the other one was going to be dumb. Well, one I mean, be dumb. you can share more than one. There are no rules. Oh, we do what okay. we want here. It's a safe <laughs> space. So, okay, so Thorn is that I am so tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously but also my thorn is that my co-teacher wasn't here today at work and so I had to do the classes that I teach with her by myself and like honestly hmm. okay one of them trash it was trash it was trash it was trash why I they, <laughs> I don't <laughs> know so it's like they were just so needy. Like they ca- they were all, they, just all over asking me questions or just like talking over me, trying to explain the questions that I keep being asked about. Mm. Um, just like there, there, there was just so much. And I just like, what is going on? I'm like, I'm actually tired. I'm not going to talk over you. Like I, I'm not going to. And then I don't know if some girl actually said something about me and thought that I heard her say this. She did say something about me. Mm -hmm. I have no idea if it was actually a mean comment or intended to be a mean comment, but she thought I heard her. I didn't. I have no idea what this girl said. And she was like, no, I'm not saying like that. Like you miss like, no, I have no idea what she was talking about. No idea what she said about somebody. You should have asked. Well, I wasn't going to and she wouldn't have told me. Should have asked the people around. They heard Oh, they weren't going to tell me either. Those were her friends. Especially if it was about me, they wouldn't have. But, um... Those so yeah, kids be class, saying whatever, though. So, like, did she really, like, not want to say? Like, what... I'm just thinking what could it have been. I don't know. I was literally, like, in the middle of going through a problem. <laughs> I don't trust her. Now we got so, beef. You don't even know who this kid is. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure. Well, that don't matter. We still have beef, and I'm probably not coming back to the school, like, to be able to see this child. Mm -hmm. But keep your eyes on her. She out here spreading rumors about you. (laughs) My rose is that I went to the Demi Lovato concert last night. Um, I debated about doing it because I knew I would be super tired um, today. Mm -hmm. But, um... Uh, I put it to a vote. Everybody said I should go. So I definitely said yes. First of all, my opinion clearly wasn't good enough because you asked me first, like a few I know days that ago. I did. I did. And then had to reconvene and ask the group. I'm like, did you need a second opinion? And a third. <laughs> and a third. I just was trying to see, like, was I being ridiculous? Read the room. Look at who you asked. <laughs> You're right. Be for real. We were not going to say you were being ridiculous. Not to miss out on a concert experience. Mm -mm. That's very true. So I saw Demi Lovato. I literally bought the ticket yesterday morning while I was at work. And then I went last night. Well, last night, which would basically be like a week (laughs) ago by the point in time that you hear this. Um, But it was it was a good show. She was doing a throwback. She did a La La Land. Here we go again. Oh, which one? Remember December. Cool for the summer, which isn't so much of a throwback as like the Disney Channel songs, but like she mm-hmm. also did Cool for the Summer. Um, and then obviously songs off the new album. Ooh, and she did La La by Ashley Simpson, which like, yeah, I, I own that autobiography, Ashley Simpson album. So <laughs> love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my other rose that I said was ridiculous was that I, the the chicken wings that I just had from the Chinese food place were delicious. I'm jealous. I'm very jealous, but I'm glad that they were so good. Like, and I was, but I, I was starving. 
You didn't eat lunch today? No, I did not eat lunch. I did not eat breakfast. And uh, I did eat McDonald's fries on the way home from the concert. So I know those chicken wings hit. They did. Yeah. Love that for you. How are you? Um, Awful. Mm. Everything is awful. It's just... My thorn is just... My life is chaos. <laughs> like, it is just chaos. And I want it to not be. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know if I'm doing anything wrong, honestly. I just don't like chaos. I know you don't. You and hate it. <laughs> it is really eating me up. Like, today... Mm-hmm. I was standing in the middle of my house like, keep yourself together. Just keep it together. You can do this. Everything's going to be fine. And it will be fine. But yes. in the midst of all of this chaos, it is like my anxiety is on a completely different level. So that's a lot for me. I know it is. I just don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to fix it. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to be as focused as I can. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I can't focus. Like, yeah. my brain is in chaos mode. I I thoroughly understand that part, um, chaos mode. I literally don't even know what to tell you because I would, I would probably just go to sleep. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, that's the last thing that I need to do. <laughs> but it's, like, also the first thing that I need. Right. Because also I can't sleep when I'm so anxious. So then I I don't sleep at night. And then I'm trying to do a million. The thoughts are just not there. and Or they're there. There's just, they're overcrowded. Yeah. There's no room. Do Um, you remember that episode of SpongeBob? Did you see the episode where like he, uh, he had to learn something or he was trying to remember something? And so he had like this filing system in his brain. Mm, I think I remember. And he's yeah, like, once upon a time. And then like uh, someone asked him his name, but he like deleted that file or whatever. And so there's <laughs> filing yeah. through the cabinet, and they're just like, I remember that as a gift. Yeah, that's how I envision your brain. Sorry. <laughs> that is exactly how my brain is right now. It's a full file cabinet, but all the folders I need are not there. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what to do, but it's fine because I'm learning to just go with the flow. Yeah, I keep flow. having to remind myself that so that I don't explode. All right. And with all of that, I have no rose. None? No. You ain't eat no good food in the last two days? Mm-mm. Nothing. I've got nothing. No. How you gonna make that little gratitude pose if you ain't got no rose? I mean, like, I can be very, like, say something very simple. Like, I went to the fair again, but I feel mm-hmm. like that was my rose last week, too. You didn't talk about the fair last week. I didn't. I thought I mentioned <laughs> that I took my sisters. No? Oh, well, then I guess my rose is that I went to the fair again yesterday. I really didn't eat that much. Um, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I'm I'm looking for the foul, the fair foul from just yesterday. It's lost. <laughs> it's already lost. Um, I didn't eat that much. I had fried cheesecake, which. How was that? Well, it wasn't what I was envisioning. So let's okay. say a few things. First, it was in like a kind of like not wonton, but I'm trying to think like I don't know how to explain it. I really don't. But the like coating on the outside was really thin. Okay. Kind of like a, a spring roll or something would be. Uh-huh. And it was just cheesecake. Like, they only had chocolate and strawberry. And yeah. I don't like either. So I couldn't get a topping. Oh, okay. So it was like, meh. The cheesecake Wait. itself was meh. Was it warm? Yeah, because it was fried. It was deep fried. Also, I was trying to like figure out. I so feel it was like I would like, Ew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my favorite experience, but it wasn't my most hated either. So, you know. Okay. I tried fried Frito pie. Uh, 
Okay. I was told I had to get a corn dog from this place. Which the corn mm. dog was good, surprisingly. When's like, the last time you had here. a corn dog? That's what I literally said that. I was like, I think the last time I had a corn dog, I was probably like eight, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? But they're like, sound... no, you have to. Oh, and you said it was good. This is going to sound so gross, but when we were younger, and I have no idea if you remember this, White Castles. Mm hmm. Used to have corn dogs, mini corn dogs. No, I don't know that. I used to tear them up. Like I just have like a distinct memory of eating these at Disney World. Oh my gosh! I, I think I'm not lying. I believe you, but mm-mm. corn dogs. I mean, we were not friends, but the one yesterday was pretty good. So I'm not even that mad about it. I tasted something else. Now I can't remember. Oh, I had um, fried jambalaya. Everything fried. How you fried a jambalaya? What's it in? Just imagine everything in ball form. Ah, okay. Like, it was literally rice, and it was, like, crunchy on the outside. I mean, it was like a coating, of course. Yeah, I got it now. Okay. When you, like, bit into it, the rice just fall out. Yeah. So, I mean, jambalaya is just fried. (laughs) (laughs) Like, be for real. But, yeah. Okay. And I got on a um, carnival ride. That little boat ride. Oh, a boat one? You know, the, like, the little pirate ship that be swinging, oh, that, that little swinging thing. Yeah. Listen. That one, that one gets rides, you. Rides don't, I can't ride rides like I used to, okay? I was like, like <laughs> hold on, not this being the thing that really just shook me for a second. No, because, like, that ride specifically, it's, like, in your brain, you remember it so fondly. But then when you go and do it again, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. This one's traumatizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. I felt. But it was all, you know, it was all good. It was all good. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Thanks for listening because what a mess. All right. Our article from this week comes from um, Education Week. And the title is Why a Trans Student and Her Mom Are Fighting Their District's Anti LGBTQ Policies. Oh, no. Oh, no, is right. So there's a student by the name of Lily Freeman in Central Bucks School District in Pennsylvania. And um, during their time in the school district in the fifth grade, she was kind of struggling to socially transition and like Uh be able to fit in in the different spaces within um, the school. So... At that time, Lily's teacher recommended that Lily read this book um, by Alex Gino, and it's called Melissa, previously called George, and it's an award-winning novel about a trans fourth grader. And so Lily read the book. The book ended up providing like a lot of insight for the family and different ways that they could kind of work with... Um, Lily, but also work with school to figure out what they can do. And so the social studies teacher at the school started adding LGBTQ like books to the shelves in the classroom and mm-hmm. stuff like that, just so that Lily could have more resources. Other students could have more resources so that they could learn a little bit more about Lily, her community, her experience um, as a trans student. Then, of course, this is where everything hits the fan. Mm-hmm. The family begins to try and work with the school district to help them understand trans identities and the difference between like orientation and gender identity because of Lily's like previous experience being bullied in elementary school. And so Lily's main goal was basically to try and work towards creating safer spaces in schools. Okay. Well, uh-huh. shortly after. <laughs> Oh, man, that's right. Um, Parents began to complain about commonly banned books that had different LGBTQ characters and different people of color. And some of the books that they named were Lawn Boy by Jonathan Evison, Gender Queer, a memoir by Maya. I do not want to butcher her last name. Okay. K-O-B-A-B-E. And then The Blue Aside by Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um. So once that happened, all these issues at school, of course, started to get worse. 
for different students who are in the community, but specifically trans students. And so different things now that are happening within the county are they're banning like different books. They're banning different instructional materials, all based on sexual content is what it's coded as. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pause there for a minute. Being in like New York. Yes. What are your experiences with students with or students who identify as LGBTQ and the way in which your district works to support them in any way, if that exists at all? Um, so I don't really know what supports or anything exists on like the district level. Um, but like, I know that it's weird, like for like students, right? Like students like in my school specifically that, uh, identify as, I want to say that students that, uh, like whose sexuality Mm -hmm. is other than straight. Yeah. I want to say that they... Um, don't really get othered too much at school, mm-hmm. or at least not. Like, I do be hearing some homophobic stuff sometimes. Yeah. But I also hear these kids say some of the most racist things I've ever heard. <laughs> like, the these kids are mean to each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, they just are. And it is so shocking when you see them because it'll be like two friends. And I'm like, now, wait a minute. You all, you actually just eviscerated each other. If you said that to me, I would never speak to you again. And that's but, something that I think also is very different with kids today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these kids are mean as hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> they are mean. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You really like, don't know how to talk to people, sweetie. <laughs> saying the most off the wall things. Like terrible. And so I can only imagine being a student and then grappling with like wanting to be yourself, but like not wanting to be a target 24 seven at school because kids are fucking mean. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's interesting because like a lot of our students do well, I don't want to say a lot, but like I feel like a good chunk of our students do like identify somewhere on somewhere the spectrum. On the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and like I want, like I want to say, socially, it's easier for the girls yeah, than it is for absolutely. the boys a lot of the time because our school doesn't have that many male identifying students because mm-hmm. of this like healthcare focus. Oh, that's what they say because it's healthcare focus. There's not that many guys. I don't really know if that's what it is, but sure. Um, but so there aren't that many guys. And so mm-hmm. it's like you have the ones who are super masculine and like sports and aggression and whatever. <laughs> and then like you have the few that are softer, um, maybe gay, may like they express gender a little bit differently. And so mm-hmm. those are those things. And I feel like the kids like are mean, but I don't feel like the kids are mean specifically to the people that have different identities. They're just mean to everyone. Which I don't know if that makes it better, but right. the adults. It's the true. <laughs> that's where, like, it's, like, different. Because some adults, like, it, culturally, there are different cultural, like, approaches to, to queerness or yeah. these other identities. Because mm, a lot. That's good. Right. Because a, a lot of, like, the staff isn't American. A lot of the student body isn't American. Right. And so all these cultural backgrounds don't necessarily have the best outlook on LGBTQ issues. Yeah. And so they, sometimes they say some absolutely wild things to these kids. And when I hear about them, I'm like, that, I think that's pretty harmful. Um, but, and like that, that, that would, those would be the kids telling me. So those are the kids that have a grasp on the fact that whatever was said wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And so like, I have no idea what that means for anyone else that might've heard that, that, you know doesn't think differently but when we get these like lessons to an advisory because we do have like respect for all week in new york which mm-hmm. is that just gay issues i don't know it, it's like all the issues i think and so then you look and you do like lessons and during like pride month which is we still got school in june we're right. in school to july basically <laughs> um we'll have like advisory lessons centered around the identities but then 
the way that those lessons are implemented depends heavily upon who the teacher is in the room. Oh, yeah. And what their personal beliefs are, what their knowledge is on the things, because sometimes you're just not knowledgeable, right? You don't know what the words mean and you're doing a thing about what do the words mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, I've never heard of this sexuality before in my life. I don't know what this means. I don't know what the flags are, you know? Yeah. And they're having to explain that. Or just not doing it because you don't want to or not doing it because you don't believe in it. And right. just being like, I don't want some kid to go and tell their parent that I showed them some gay and now I'm in trouble or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's like all of that. So I don't think the district actually does anything to support it um, as far as the school goes trying to do these lessons, but those are misguided because there's not a lot of background work put into them before doing them. Yeah. Like, it's not like we have some staff meeting where we- It's intentional uh, and you're planning it and stuff like that. Yeah, where we all like break it down. We all circle up, you know, have a little learning bonding experience. Like that's not happening. Yeah. And so then kids are getting these wildly different experiences, like with these things or having to defend their identities to the teacher that's supposed to, you know, be affirming basically. It's rough. And then it having kids rough. whose parents don't know about their like preferred pronouns mm. or the name that they actually go by at school and then having to code switch between, yeah. you know, that and like talking to the parent and like, now wait, what pronouns does your parent use with you? What names does your parent use with you? Like, That's and then that gets difficult. And then it also gets disheartening, like hear teachers like complain about stuff like that. Like, be for real. Out of all the things you can complain about, you're going to complain at what somebody asks you to call them. As a teacher, you have bigger fish to fry. You just do. And what anybody does, like, that's literally just respect. Because what if you ask them to call you blankety blank and all of a sudden they out here calling you whatever? You're going to be disrespected, aren't you? Like, come on now. It's the simple things. Yeah. I mean, the complaint is more, well, sometimes the complaint is that, but the complaint is like more so like, I have to remember to do this thing with their parent. What if I like do this or like whatever? And then what if other kids in the class ask about why am I calling this kid this new name now? Like stuff like that. I feel like those questions are like the, I don't know, there's, there's a comparison, not comparison. There's a something in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> deep in there <laughs> that, an analogy maybe uh-huh. okay that makes a lot of sense for that and I wish I knew what it was because oh, it okay. would have fit so perfect <laughs> and now it's gone and all of me trying to think of the word analogy what? I'm trying to tell you I'm trying to tell you I'm, I'm barely here <laughs> okay the end of the article or the rest of it kind of talks about how now there's this like huge issue with the school district and um, teachers are being asked to remove their books basically from their different shelves and things like that. Um, members in the district are trying to collect the names of the teachers and the like different students who are like working towards um, kind of directly against them, I guess you can say. Because they're trying to give teachers like different punishments if they're Mm -hmm. like, you know, keeping their books or if they don't remove the materials from their libraries and things like that. So a lot of the students are beginning to speak out about um, these different issues to try and just do whatever they can to um, become more active in vocalizing different awareness issues so that people can know and people can come and support them. And one thing I'm always going to do is support the youth. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to stand behind them every time. So shout out to the youth in Pennsylvania trying to work against, I was going to say something really mean, but (laughs) about the adults who they're fighting against. But wishing y'all good vibes because y'all are going to need it because adults are mean. Just like teenagers. Yeah, they're mean too. <laughs> Any other thoughts, comments about the article? Well, just like, okay, you said they were removing books with sexual content. Mm-hmm. So like all of the books, also the straight books? Well, that's a great question. 
because they're trying what they're trying to make it into is like a censorship mm-hmm. um issue yeah but no it didn't say it didn't say specifically so of course i'm sure that's not their main focus mm, okay just checking yeah censorship sucks yeah that's, it does. um that's my tea Okay. <laughs> Boo censorship. Boo censorship. Are right, you ready for word association? Um, yeah. Why not? Okay, I'll go first. Oh, okay. All right. First word is corn maze. Columbia. Oh, well. Drought. Love. Yes, Beyonce. <laughs> oh, Beyonce. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? I like that. Zombies. Apocalypse. Rights. Civil. Costume. Party. Fandom. Awards. Blink. 182. <laughs> All right, that's the end. Good. I'm glad that you say Beyonce. Well, you didn't say Beyonce, but you said something Beyonce related, and that is my rose for today. <laughs> I really <laughs> started the little around. things. <laughs> it's the little things in life. All right, I'm ready. Always. Okay. Ticket. Master. Screen. Time. Misery. Love's company. <laughs> <laughs> Inventory. Product. Okay. Revival. Church and rare meat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are here for the last episode of Spooky Season. Yeah, where it's just it. the two of us, we did it. And this week, we're going to be talking embarrassing stories, embarrassing teaching moments. Now, let me tell you, uh huh. When I started thinking, uh-huh. I didn't really have that many embarrassing stories. Oh, I'm okay, not okay. Okay. I struggled. You struggled too? Yeah. I think that's because I'm just generally humiliated like at all times. Okay. Well, it's okay. hard to identify, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the standout moments. All right. I got a good two. And one is really not embarrassing. It's a reach. Okay. But I have two. So you want to go first? All right. Um, so I, I don't even know if I have a good one. I think that I just have like, uh, these like mini ones that can found, but I will start with one that happened in student teaching. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the room. This is a college algebra class. I'm student teaching and it's just me. Like my host teacher is not in the room at the moment. Mm-hmm. The kids start talking to me. And all of a sudden, this kid's like, are you on Farmers Only? (laughs) And I was like, what did you say to me? And then the other kids are like, no, 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 no. She's on Christian Mingle. And I'm like, literally. Why is this happening? What? I'm like, why is this happening to me? And I'm up there and I'm like, I have to defend myself. I'm like, no, I'm not on Farmers Early. No, I'm not on Christian Mingle. Like, why would you say this about me? <laughs> this is so hurtful. And they're like, okay. And then they're like, you're on Tinder. And I'm like, no, please, no. What is going on here? No, what is going on? Then some girl in the back of the class is like, nah, I got it, y'all. She was on Tumblr, though. And that's where you got me. <laughs> and, that, and that is where she got me. And I I couldn't refute it. Mm-mm. I just looked up. Like I, I couldn't refute it. I had been attacked. The whole class collectively was dragging me and then dragging me and then dragging me. It'd be like that sometimes. And Kids I'm like, are mean. This? They're ruthless. They do whatever. I'm like, where did this come from? Even though we love them, but let's work on developing them. Let's put a little cushion around those words. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. That's a little humiliating. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was pretty humiliating. Yes. All right, I'm ready. My okay. first story. This is the one that's like it's not really embarrassing. Is it? It's not really embarrassing. Like I was never embarrassed by it. I was embarrassed more so thinking about 
Like, dang, these kids just saw that. But regardless, I was, it was the year that after COVID, because I was teaching second grade. And so I only had 13 kids that came like into the building that year. It was like 12 or 13 of them ended up staying Mm -hmm. virtual for the entire year. So one day, I'm getting my kids. We come in back from probably specials. I don't know. And we're walking, walking, walking. I literally get steps away from the classroom and the carpet. Someone had, like, spilled something on the floor, and our floors were white. And it was Mm -hmm. clear, like water, I'm assuming, because that was when they wouldn't let the kids use the water fountain. So they all had to have water bottles. So they all would be spilling them everywhere in the hallways <laughs> because they all couldn't twist the tops on them. Like it was always just water everywhere. But I didn't see it. So I'm walking and I'm talking. One of my kids was talking to me and I'm turned around, like looking and talking to him. And I slip in the puddle and like 90 degrees, my knee just boom, right uh, on the ground. And I when I tell you it was right so now. painful, like... <laughs> To the point where it wasn't embarrassing because it like it was so painful. All my kids knew that I were I was hurt. They were all like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, are you okay?" Like one of them ran to go get um, one of the teachers from like next door because I was just sitting there like, "I'm okay." <laughs> they were like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm okay." I was not okay. Like I ended up having to leave, go to the urgent care have x-rays done fill out workers comp stuff like it it became this huge thing and I was so embarrassed because it happened right where everybody could see like it was right in front of everybody in my pod's classroom like right in looking view like yeah. look at her on the ground stuck hurt. on the show that was that was bad I wasn't that I wasn't really that embarrassed I was too hurt to be embarrassed but now I'm like oh I can only imagine how dumb I looked like imagine somebody watching that back on the camera yeah yes. I don't even want to think about it <sighs> okay so, <yeah. laughs> that's that's me um okay my next one is all right so in my stat class um we do little activities so that they can like see stuff happening in action and collect actual data one of the activities involves like attaching rubber bands to like a Barbie or some figure mm-hmm. and like seeing how far down they go the more rubber bands you attach and like determining if we have like a linear model and whatever and we get to correlation right okay so I had to purchase these dolls I to have them so I buy them whatever I have my stat class fine one of my kids wraps this doll up like I had this one I'm gonna call it action figure I don't know some dude from the Eternals mm-hmm I bought that one because it was on sale. And one of my students has like, uh, what is it? Bonded this, this, this figure with rubber bands all over. Okay. Like, like ankles together, hands to the ankles, like rubber bands are wrapped around this doll in very specific ways. Right. Okay. I don't think anything of it. I get it. I put the crap on my desk. I'm living my life. I leave my classroom because my um, the the teacher I share a room with, she was having class in the room. I leave the stuff on my desk. It is visible. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. Whatever. I come back in the room. Whole class laughing at me. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, there she is," and they're all laughing. I'm like, "Why am I getting there?" She is. <laughs> I just, I just, I just walked in the door. I didn't even fall. Why? What, what has is happened? Going on? They see the doll bonded t- together, and then they assume that I have somehow, that I did this. Oh, yikes. And they're like, <laughs> what's good with you? <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher was not defending me because she also thought I did it. Oh, well. What up? Do I like, know this person? Yes, yeah, you do. And I'm like why would I do something like that? And then I'm like, this is so humiliating. And then they're like, okay, why do you even have dolls in the first place on your desk? And I'm like, oh my God, it's because of a stupid activity. I just wanted, I just wanted to do a little thing. Right. I didn't have the dolls. So I made them put rubber bands on paint bottles and drop those down improvising. Um, But so then that was humiliating with these dolls. Now, fast forward to this year, 
I take a box of like um, compasses and protractors or something over to the new geometry teacher because I don't teach it anymore. Mm -hmm. And then like later in the day, she comes up to me and then she's like, oh, I have your Hulk. I don't know what she was talking about. I'm like, what? Okay. But when she said it, she was like, oh, I have your Hulk. I don't know. I don't know. And then I'm like, I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) So I get back to my room later that day. And then I realized she had the Incredible Hulk because that's also one of the action figures oh. I bought. <laughs> and she just sits the Incredible Hulk like she just leaves it in my room. And I'm like, oh, my God, she thinks that <laughs> this is just like mine and that I <laughs> yep. have like a collection that I just brought to school. Yeah, that's what she thinks for sure. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so humiliating. What can you do, bro? Sometimes you just humiliated at work. <laughs> <laughs> and I was and I tried to clean it up too I was like oh when I was like, I'm like oh I didn't know what you're talking about this thing is from a stack class she's like I don't know <laughs> just get the damage is like, done what do you mean you cannot clean know. your name I already think that something is off I'm like oh my goodness all cause of some stupid dolls from Target anyway that's funny alright this is the real embarrassing one like this story still haunts me to this day yeah <laughs> I will never not be embarrassed. I cannot believe I'm about to share this. So once upon a time, when I taught kindergarten, (laughs) which is even worse, it's kindergarten. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is so terrible. Once upon a time, when I taught kindergarten, and... There was this lady on our campus. She used to work there. She taught first grade, but then she ended up being like the principal's intern because she was going through like a principal cert program. So we were having, or she was doing something. I don't know, but she needed a Bluetooth speaker. So she like put in group me. Hey, does anybody have a Bluetooth speaker that I can borrow for? It was like a little celebration or something like at the end of a quarter party and they were playing music and it was like a dance party. So I have a Bluetooth speaker. So me being nice, I'm like, oh, me. Like, I have one. Just come down here and get it. She's like, okay, cool. She comes, picks up the speaker. That was probably like 11. The Mm -hmm. party wasn't until like 1.30, maybe. So 1.30 rolls around. I'm standing up there. I'll never forget. Teacher math. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And the Bluetooth speaker, I guess she wasn't as far as I thought she was going to be. Uh-huh. Because I didn't turn my Bluetooth off on my phone. So once right. she plugged the speaker up and turned it on, it automatically connected to my phone. I didn't know that. Right. She turns the speaker on. And my phone, because it was like far enough away where it couldn't connect to the speaker... But, like, it's connected to the speaker, but it's going to come out on my phone for some reason because it's too far. The connectivity just decides to start blasting from my phone sitting on my desk, mm-hmm. playing the last song I was listening to as I pulled up to work this morning. Yep. What song is next, you ask? It was Sex Talk by Megan Thee Stallion. Yep. So the song, if you know that song. The first line of, first of all, it comes on like kind of quiet in the beginning. All you can hear is like the beat at first. Like she doesn't start talking right away. So by the time she starts saying the first lyrics, I'm scrambling to grab my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know what the first line of that song is. I'm scrambling to grab my phone and I did not make it in time. And what blares out you know you need to come give me that dick. <laughs> Loud and clear. I think I caught it before, like, the last word finished. So it was like, you know you need to come give me that And I was like, oh, my, my kids, they all just started cracking up on the carpet. They were like, oh, my gosh. Like, where's that music coming from? They're five. They don't know. They just lost and giggling. <laughs> I'm sweating like instantly. I was so hot. I was so red. I was like, I cannot, I can't teach for the rest of the day. Like, I'm so embarrassed. They don't even know what's going on. But I'm so embarrassed. 
Then she brought the damn speaker back talking about she couldn't get it to work. I will <laughs> slap you. You just humiliated me. You didn't even use my speaker. So, yeah, that that right there was like the most embarrassing like moment of my life, probably. And it oh, was in front of lying? a whole bunch of five-year-olds. Yes. I was so humiliated. I still am. I just said it haunts me to this day. I know you did. It like, I literally will have dreams about that. Oh, no. Yeah, that's rude. like I already had to experience it that is so mean that you're making me relive it again so yeah most humiliating story for sure yeah that tops everything that's ever happened to me at work I remember like texting y'all immediately after that like y'all y'all in the words of your mama I didn't fucked up for real (laughs) (laughs) like I knew in that moment I'm like one of these kids are gonna go home and their parents gonna notice so at least one of these mamas in this room, fathers in this room, grandmas, aunties, uncles, somebody is gonna no, know this song. No. And they're gonna be like, oh, Miss Bailey played that in class. And there's my job. Like I just knew I was about to get fired. No. What a time to be a kindergarten teacher. That's wild. I'm not gonna lie. Like that really is like you, humiliating. It was so humiliating. It was so humiliating, Tyler. Just bad. <laughs> all right well, you got any more um just like small little like you know like okay one is the fact that my kids come for me every single day mm-hmm. i'm getting roasted every day i'm getting <laughs> attacked like i'm i still think about the time that one of my students said that i was living life on the life on the edge and the other kid responded and said i think she fell off oh these kids really be coming for you. See, I'm too sensitive to teach um, high school because I would be in there crying like, hold on, y'all. Do you know what I'm going through right now? I can't take that today. I, like, he really said, I think she fell off. I was too stunned to speak, Your Honor. Well, they really be out to get you. Yes, that, like, that, that, that was wild. And then, like, kids coming for my handwriting every other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you know your handwriting not that good. Come on. Okay. So lately it's been my Z's. Not lately. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lately, just the Z's. Yes, like, okay. Like you it's specifically been the Z lately. Like, miss, is that a seven? Oh, that's a Z. I'm like, I put the little stupid line in it so you know it's not a two. Why would this be a seven? That's funny. I mean that and then of course I still get like is my five is that a five or s oh well yeah like i'm sorry that the smart board doesn't really take the sharp turns when i do them and it gives them a little (laughs) soft curve that makes them look like s's but once you gotta be overly aggressive using the smart board (laughs) yeah but i'm like i'm not writing s5 that's a 25 please when you gotta do the smart board full out (laughs) you cannot be lazy at the smart board Every movement is full out. You need to go back to them roots of you doing them dances. And okay. then... <laughs> Please. Because then you can pull some of the moves out. And then your Zs and Sevens and Ss and all that gonna look normal. Because I actually told an embarrassing story to some kids today <laughs> about um, the time that I almost cried at that African dance class. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they laughed at me, but uh, I literally wanted to cry. Um, anyway, so like stuff like that is embarrassing to me. <laughs> and then also embarrassing to me is when my coworkers tell embarrassing stories that happened outside of work to classes oh, of students. Yeah, I hate that for you. Like, why everybody got to know I fell at literally the- <laughs> everywhere? No one why everybody got to know I fell at Santa Monica Pier? Why everybody got to know I fell off the little beam at Area 51 or 53 or wherever I was? Mm-mm. And then the reenactments that come with it and then the hee-hee-ha-has that ensue. Anyway, that's like all I have, though. Like nothing, nothing, nothing monumental and monumentally embarrassing has happened to me at work. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... I think that's good enough. I definitely thought you were going to have more stories, but... That's just because I'm generally humiliated, like, almost every day. 
but they're the little things, right? And then like me tripping in class over kids' backpacks. Well, I wouldn't be about to bust a kneecap if you tuck your little backpack strap somewhere. Okay. Just put it on up. They're going to take you out. Exactly. But I also kind of want them to. Like, I don't want to fall away. Come on, workers. All right. Well, thanks for sharing your embarrassing stories. I really enjoy having this little theme for spooky season. Next month is November, which is a whole nother season. Maybe it'll come with a whole nother theme. Who knows? Because we love a theme over here. By we, I mean me, but she does too. Don't let her tell you otherwise. I didn't say otherwise. I, know, I just I'm said. Just, saying, just in case one day you try and switch it up. Mm-mm, no switch ups possible. Wow. On a record. On record. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. And hopefully next week you will be hearing from somebody that's not us. <laughs> if you're tired of us. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. All right, you ready for the pop culture segment? Of course. Okay, what you been listening to? What am I listening to? Mm -hmm. I am listening to, well, not presently, but I was listening to Oh Caroline, which is by the 1975 and is a song from their latest album. Oh, that just came out, didn't it? My sisters was Mm -hmm. talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Oh Caroline. I haven't listened yet, but I plan on it when my life simmers down. Because mm. I don't like listening to new music, like, when I'm doing stuff. We had this conversation, uh, didn't we? Um, No, the conversation was that you just like to sing along. So the conversation was that you don't listen to new music. That's actually what the conversation was. Mm. Well, this part two to the conversation is I don't like listening to new music when I'm doing, like, tasks because I feel like I'm not focused and I need to hear mm. it, like, you know. That's wild well okay that's not wild but like that is the literal opposite of me Hmm. I like to listen to the new music when I'm unless it's like a specific artist but like I like to listen to the new music while I'm doing things so that way when the song grips me I know that's the one okay any other songs um so I don't actually have another song however by the time this comes out The Taylor Swift album will have come out. But at the present moment, I've not heard the songs. So I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. And say that I like Labyrinth. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that. I'm going to listen to whatever two, three songs you send my way. Mm-hmm. The rest, I'm going to let them, the girlies have them. Have it. Okay, All that's right? fine. All right. The song that I have been listening to this week is Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. Throwback. Throwback. Baby Carrie. Miss Carrie, baby. She was in her bag <laughs> with this song, okay? I don't care what nobody says. Carrie Underwood did her thing with this song. Like, every time I hear it, like, oh, I just feel good. You know? It's... It- it is something about that song, yes, for like, sure. It just makes me feel like fiery, and like I'm charged up. I'm ready to feel go. Like I'm about to get the Louisville Slugger. I like. I don't even know what to say. Speechless, classic. She did her thing with that, she did. and she did. I've been screaming it in the car like every day. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know, but it's good. And if you haven't heard it, come on now. If you haven't heard it. What do you mean? If you haven't Are heard you it, serious? like, I don't know what's going on, but if you don't know the words, you should know the words, too. Like, it's one of those you just should. I think next time I do karaoke, that's my song. Like, that's that might be one. my karaoke song. I just, like, picture your sister, like, screaming this song because yep. I, I know she does every single time. Yep. I was just about to say the way she be. Yes. <laughs> it's a full production. It just a full is. production. This song's this song deserves a full production. Is that good? It, it does. Shout out, Terry. All right, TV. I've watched nothing Let except maybe you. Grey's Anatomy again. How many episodes has it been? Two. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> not sure. I'm not feeling so confident anymore. Um, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Mm. So you go ahead and take it. I'm gonna just say I didn't watch anything, and I'm gonna do better next week. Um, no, you're not. Um, okay. Did you say no? I'm not. Yeah, I did. Wow. <laughs> you have too much stuff on your plate. Don't remind me. Okay. Well, you was going to remember when you didn't turn the TV on. I feel like I watched Grey's Anatomy. You did not mention it to me. Okay, so? I feel like you was at work. When? Friday? (laughs) I think I did watch it Friday. (laughs) What happened on it? (laughs) You know, they had hospital cases. And then... Just forget um. it. Just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, what did happen on it? Like, I'm I thinking. remember in the beginning, and Helen works at that bar by the by the hospital, and Schmidt was like, "You coming back to work?" And she was like, "No." Mm-hmm. But that was the first five minutes. Okay, I'm just we'll just talk about that next time because I'm not too so, certain. Something, somebody, that man. What is that man's name? That Meredith is not like with for real right mm. now, but you like know, I still don't know loves him. Name, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. I remember him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call him. They Dave. were talking about all the the stuff that they, they were gonna do with the residents. Yeah, didn't he start his program? He's like the the lead. I remember seeing him in there giving them some advice, and they was all looking like we can't trust him. So he was just saying stuff like he ain't really had no plan. Mm. I'm like, what is you doing? And then Miranda and Joe was going on mommy walks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay I saw this. Yeah. Yeah. We get right. there. <laughs> I watched Grey's Anatomy all, and yeah, I'm I'm lucky. I'm I'm sick of Miranda and Joe already. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see y'all doing this. Mm-mm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give them some time to you know work through whatever they gotta work through. Okay. And I'm done for real because that's all I watched. All right. Well, I literally cannot imagine having watched one episode of one thing in an entire week. It's probably been longer than that, low key. I mean, clearly it was a week because I watched the first episode too. But like, yeah. those have been the only two things I've watched, like yeah, two episodes I... in weeks. Unfathomable. I know I'm shaming I'm shameful to you right now. It's just like I I don't understand like what else do you do? I don't know. Like I'm just busy. I don't know what else I do. I really don't. Other than schoolwork and like real work and then like going out. Hanging out. Well, yeah, I guess that's, that's where I don't thing. understand because I don't go anywhere except that concert last night. Yeah. I've been going out a little more frequently now. So then I'm like, mm, I'm not watching TV because I know when I get in the house, I'm going to sleep. Like, you know, why well, turn it on? Mm, no, I still do. Oh, well, I don't because then I'll be like, did I watch this? The episode will play. I'll never remember. And then. And I also watched TV before I went to the concert. So I guess even if I was going out more, I still wouldn't understand. You probably wouldn't knowing you because <laughs> you watch TV, insert TV in any moment that you can. And I. And more so, like, when I have time to sit and, like, really watch it, I'll watch it. But then you don't be really watching it anyway. Wow. Some number from St. Louis keep calling me and I'm triggered. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, nobody from there ever contact me again. Anyway, I watched The Watcher over the weekend. Okay. um, Which is another Ryan Murphy show. Oh, my gosh. But it's, um... About that home in New Jersey where, have you heard of this, like, case? It was like, well, yeah, I'm calling it a case. Have you heard of this? Mm, Probably not. So these people bought a house in Jersey and then, like, like real people, right? Real Mm -hmm. life people bought a home in Jersey and um, they started doing, like, uh, construction on it or whatever. So before they moved in, they got this letter to them and it was like, hello, I see that you're moving in or whatever. And in the letter, it was kind of like taunting them, I want to say, and was like really weird and creepy. And it's like, my family has been set to watch this house. My grandfather watched it in the 20s. My father watched it Mm -mm. um, in the 60s. And now I've been watching it for the greater part of um, two decades. 
Nope. And it's like saying stuff about, would you bring me fresh blood and like all this other stuff. And then like they get more letters and it's like, oh, you got kids. You're going to have more. Like, are, is it greed that, like, just like really horrifying letters. And like, again, real life, this happened. Um, and so the show is based off of that hmm. uh, story. I might have to watch it because it's real life. And, you know, I like stuff that was real. <laughs> you do. But yeah. you didn't tell me to watch it. So you don't think I'm like you? Um, no, I think you would. I did. I mentioned it a couple of times, but I didn't explicitly say to watch it. But yeah, that's what I meant. We were just talking we about it the other it day when we were talking about Ryan Murphy and all his shows. Such a villain. I was like, oh, right. Yes, because I was like, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm just a hater. Um, but he is a villain, too. And I'm just like, oh, this is his also. So he's got this Dahmer, the Mr. Harrington's phone, American Horror Story come back, comes back literally tonight that we're recording on the 19th. Mm. What? It's just too much. Yeah, he monopolized on TV and he needs to stop. Well, three of the projects were on Netflix, and he had spe- he specifically does have a Netflix deal. Um, and then American Horror Story has always been at, on FX. But beside the point, too much all at once. I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, I watched um, The Watcher. Okay. Any movies? No, zero, <laughs> zero movies. Um, yeah, no. no. Movies. Okay. Beep, beep. No movies. <laughs> yeah, beep. Beep. Oh, I have another thing to announce. No, it's not an announcement. I was about to say, uh-oh, hold on. I don't even know the announcement. <laughs> it's not an announcement. It's something I forgot to mention to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vow is back. I was just thinking about that today. Okay, I was about to text you and be like, why you didn't tell me? Because you know I love that show. <laughs> I saw it today. Um, so I think there's going to be six episodes in the second season. And the first one, uh, came out this week. Wait, was this the one about Nixium? Yes. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Oh yeah. I might turn that on tonight. Mm. Mm, Is that serious? (laughs) Well, uh, I don't know. Um, um, but yeah, so that is back and I will highlight that as well. Cool. Thanks for the update. Yeah. Um, you said no movies, right? No movies. The I last movie I saw movie. was Smile, which I already talked about. Did you ever go see Don't Worry, Darling? No, I did not. Um, I tried to go, and then oh, I yeah, that was that day. Okay. And then I gave up. <laughs> I understand. Um, um, but also, I haven't seen this yet, but I do intend to watch Halloween Ends. That's a new one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me know how that is. I will. I read a book this week. Oh, you did? It was a children's book, okay. and I read it for a project. Now, if I could only remember the name of the book. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the book was called The Fort. Hold on. Let me let me do a little searching. Yes. Okay. The book that I read this week, it was called The Fort by Laura Pardue and illustrated by Adelina Lydius. I hope I said her last name correctly. Um, But what this book was about, it was basically about these two different kids. So I had a project that I had to do for my children's literature class that I'm currently in. And I can't wait to be out of not no uh, specific animosity towards the professor or nothing. I'm just over school. Okay, Mm -hmm. just get me out of here. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. (laughs) Um. But we had a project that we had to do about like perspective taking and looking at three different incidents of conflict in a story and then analyzing it basically from both perspectives of two different characters. So, of course, it was like that moment when I know a million different children's books, but for some reason I can't think of like one book that I could do this assignment about. So as I started looking, I came across this book. I had never heard of it before. But it's basically about um, this pirate ship and castle. And it's not really either, but it's like children, these two different kids. One is a prince, mm-hmm. one is a pirate. Yeah. And they imagine this like thing to be two different things. Like one of them imagines it to be a pirate ship. One of them imagines it to be a castle. And okay. so they keep like, 
going back to it. And when they get there, like the other person has come and like changed something or it looks different or something. And then Mm -hmm. finally at the end, they come together to create something together that they can both use the space for. And it was cute and very lighthearted. So, yeah, if you want to have a book about perspective or conflict resolution, anything like that for the littles, I would say K-1 probably. You could probably stretch it to two, but (laughs) honestly, pre-K-1, maybe stretch to two. But, yeah, it was cute. And straight to the point, I feel like. So that is interesting only because like i feel like i've heard that story before in my house like not specifically pirate ship and castle yeah but like that um same premise of like oh absolutely these people imagining the things different and being like these little alterations like yeah that doesn't vibe with the scenario that i had it was cute all right we're here at the end of spooky season that happened so fast like it came and went so fast I feel like we were just like planning all that stuff and that was over thank y'all for hanging with us four weeks of just us yes back and forth on the mic but we want to hear from y'all so if you are an educator you know any educators send them our way right to carpettimeconfessions.com so they can fill out the interest form so we can bring them on the pod to share their true and authentic story of their classroom experience. You could be a teacher now. You could have taught for a year. You could have taught for 55 years. Mm-hmm. We just want to hear from you and give you the platform to share your story the way you want it to be told. Any yes, other announcements? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Oh, um, yeah. Well, if you want to listen to the playlist, you can. Please do. We're... Spotify playlist, Apple There's Music playlist, and Apple Music one, yeah. Whichever one you would like, if you want to hear our mashup of music, it's there for you. I feel like there was something else I was supposed to say. Maybe not. I would. <laughs> oh, I forgot something. I forgot our wrap up question. Oh, and we didn't do a horror story, but I didn't have one. I don't have one either. Mm. All right, let's do the wrap-up question real quick, and then we can get out of here, okay? Okay. The wrap-up question is, if you can change one thing about the way you were raised, what would it be? I think that um, I wish that we, or that I had been raised, like, closer with, like, the the family that's, like, my grandfather's, like, side Mm -hmm. and people. Mm-hmm. Because some of them did like live in Chicago and like weren't that far apart in age from me. Yeah. But we still only ever saw them like maybe once a year or every like few years. And so I wish that I had been raised closer like with them. Okay. So that like even though like my immediate family is like small, I would have had that like bigger sense, you know? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And then we'd always be the odd people out at like. Or at least in in me internally, my mom can fit in wherever she wants to. Right. Um, but like they all, a bunch of them would have like these shared experiences like of other stuff and like other things of hanging out in the in-between times. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that's what I would like to have been different. Okay. Um, if I could change anything about the way that I was raised, I think I would select to have more opportunity to vocalize yourself. I think a lot of times in Black families, Mm -hmm. children are not given the space to speak their mind or speak at all in some Mm -hmm. cases. Um, And for some reason, I just feel that If I would have practiced that more younger, like being able to like vocalize myself to other people, I feel like that that's a skill that I lack now as an adult. Like it's hard for me to effectively communicate what I need from people sometimes. Mm -hmm. And when I like think about why that is, a lot of the times it steers or it takes me back to like 
that's how like when you were a child, you didn't feel comfortable speaking up or saying much. And so I was very quiet most of my childhood, honestly, until I was like, nope, I'm tired of being quiet. Now let's be loud. And I just flipped the script. Um, But now as an adult trying to like find that balance of like, where do I fit in in here? And like, how do I effectively communicate what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, any of that? So, Mm. yeah, that's what I think I would pick. Okay. Thank y'all again for coming back for another week. Come back next week um, and join us at the carpet. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.